Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez is the Best. Today is Tuesday, December 15, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Happy new week. Happy middle of December, everybody. Two more weeks till the end of this shitty year. But we made it, right? What are we talking about today? How was your weekend, by the way? Did you guys do anything fun? I don't remember what I did. Stayed at home, I think. I honestly nothing nothing super memorable. Just did the old Call of Duty Wars and but you don't care about Duty. Um But let's talk about some stuff. A ride um I have here. Oh I just saw it on the on the on the in on the gram. I saw it on the gram uh maybe an hour ago. Little Mix, the the girl group Little Mix just lost her member. She left the group. She didn't she didn't die. Don't worry. But she, she, uh, her name is Jessie, if you know her. So there's Leanne, Perry, Jessie, and I forgot, Jade. I don't know why I know all their names. I know Leanne because I interviewed her with Rhea about two months ago on radio. And, but I don't, I don't know why I know all their names. But hey, Jessie left the group. She posted on her Instagram this morning. Well, the Little Mix Instagram, official Instagram account, posted a photo of all the girls and saying, like, you know, we love you. Yeah, typical, typical stuff. But then Jessie posted on her personal Instagram saying that, and she dedicated it to her mixers, where the mixers are kind of, you know, that's the fan group of the Little Mix. And she said that, you know what, I'm just going to read a little bit of an excerpt of it because I, I want to do it justice. Because I, I really like the way that she said it. In a way that showed the how important mental health. Okay. So to all my mixers, the past nine years, Little Mix has been the most incredible time of my life. Uh, we achieved things I never thought possible. La, 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 la. Anyway, there comes a time in life when we need to reinvest in taking care of ourselves rather than focusing on making other people happy. And I feel like now is that time to begin that process. So after much consideration and with a heavy heart, I'm announcing I'm leaving Little Mix. Okay, so the, her, her reasoning is, the truth is recently being in the band has really taken a toll on my mental health. I find the constant pressure of being in a girl group and living up to expectations very hard. I find that so sad. I mean, it's so sad that she, ha- it came to that point. What, uh, what do you, I mean, I wonder what it was because nine years, you've been doing this for nine years. So you know the, I don't know, I feel like after nine years, you would know the, the whole, industry is uh there's a there's some bullshit going on in the industry any especially entertainment so you've been doing it for nine years so why why now it must have been so bad like what were they pressuring her to do was it weight loss was it was it her vocals not being up to par was it her look like the way she dressed i don't know it makes me so curious because i've always not i i wouldn't say uh judged but i've always had this kind of problem with with uh 
people who go solo. <laughs> like Justin Timberlake and Beyonce. Not really a problem. Okay, not, not really a problem. Because I love their music, their solo music. But I always wonder, why would you leave a successful group? Now, in this case, this makes sense because it's mental health. But, you know, when people go solo and then they leave, like like Camila Cabello, straight up abandoned Fifth Harmony, bro. <laughs> That's the whole name is Fifth Harmony. And they're still performing, I think, as a four-person. They, they can't, it's Fifth Harmony, dude. You leave a group with the word five in it. <laughs> I mean, look, she's wildly successful as a solo artist as well. But... I don't understand why they can't do both. And people were, you know, I, I always bring this question up whenever I talk to, to people about, you know, just whenever the topic comes around. And they always tell me, oh, because, you know, maybe they can't focus their creative juices on on more than one thing. And I get it. I, I kind of understand. But I don't know. I mean, I guess world tours and, and, and stuff take up a lot of time. So I can see that being a thing, a problem. Yeah, I'm just full of shit. I mean, <laughs> I'm just kind of jealous. I'm like, dude, if I was making millions of dollars in a group, but let's say, okay, like Hala Hala Show, right? Rika and I, we let's say we start making millions of pesos. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what, Rika? I want to just focus on Tevez of the best. Fuck you. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing, I'm, I feel like I'm not helping out my partner. And, you know, it's with groups like NSYNC, at least the Bashy Boys stayed together. That was pretty cool. But, you know, NSYNC, those are your brothers, right? I mean, wh- wouldn't you consider how many years was their career? Like eight years? Eight? They had a six, seven, eight year span of where they were like the the top or the at least one of the top boy bands in the world. In the world, not just the U.S., in the world. They were like BTS before BTS. Uh, maybe not to that level because of because there wasn't that much uh, social media and and YouTube wasn't even around back then. But they were the ones, you know, them Backstreet Boys. Those those two were like the biggest boy bands in the world. And to kind of leave that, imagine if one of the I mean BTS member armies probably be like, "Don't ever say that." Curses on you, JC, and your podcast. But imagine one of the BTS people left. I mean, not for military, but like left and went on to be solo. Wouldn't that just be like, why did, why? Anyway, uh, I digress. I, I, uh, shout out to Jesse Nelson and I hope that her mental health gets better. I, 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 though, whoever is fucking putting all these expectations on someone who's been in the industry for nine years, they must, they need to go suck a dick because that's some bullshit. How can you make someone who is wild, like million, like, you have to really be fucking somebody's mental health up if you're, if you are making them leave a multi-million euro, I guess they're euro, right? Cause they're British. A multi-million euro industry. Because they're not happy anymore. Imagine being paid millions and still not being happy because there's something in that industry that's telling you, parang, Dika no, dika pa sapat. You're not enough. I would be like fuck that, and, and it comes to a point where it's not really about money anymore. And I think she's at that. She's got that fuck you money already. You might have talked about it on the podcast before. Fuck you money is when you have enough money to to retire 
So anything you don't want to do, you can just say, fuck you. I don't want to do that. So she's got F you money. 100%. (coughs) Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Fortunately, I don't have that. So I can't tell Rika. I want to go solo. Fuck you, Rika. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for for us to get rich, and then I'm gonna go solo and abandon her. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, that's the news in Little Mix. What's my favorite? Oh, what's your favorite Little Mix song, JC? Why don't you tell us? You know, I've, I I don't know. I arrived in the Philippines in 2015. So 2016, I was in Manila, and that was the time when every every singer wanted to sing secret love song. Because there's that, why can you be like that? Why can you be like that? Like, everyone wanted to challenge themselves to reach that falsetto. It was, do you remember that? You must remember that. If you were here in Manila in 2016, it was like on every variety show. Everyone on, on Facebook was seeing that. Instagram stories. Uh, I think 2016 and what was still alive 2016? Dub Smash. I think there was like dub smash videos of it. So, I mean, it's not my favorite song. Actually, I hate that song. <laughs> I just wanted to share a little story about that. But what's your favorite Little Mix song? I'm looking right now. Discography. Uh, I don't memorize all their songs. I, you know, shout out to my ex. is okay. DNA, Change Your Life, Move, Little Me, Word Absolute, Black Magic. Black Magic is pretty good. Uh, Love Me Like You is also very catchy. Catchy Hair. Oh, you know what? I like hair. Gotta get you out my hair. You are the of a bitch. I think hair. Is hair my favorite little mix song? I, it could be. I'm looking up, I'm just, I'm looking up their, their singles. Hair is the one that I seem to vibe with the most. Touch is okay. Yeah, actually, Touch is a pretty good song, too. What's that one that they've been playing lately on RX? Holiday is a fun song. And Breakup Song is also good. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Hair, I think. I'm sure there's more. I'm probably missing a lot. I'm not a mixer uh, by by any means, but I do enjoy the girl group Little Mix. They are better than Fifth Harmony. (laughs) Well, since Camila Cabello left. Are they still oh wait, are they still around? Fifth Harmony. Even what's her name is going solo, right? She's see Normani. Fifth Harmony, often shortened to 5H, is an American Oh, so they're still doing music. Composed of Ali Brooke, Normani, D- Dinah Jane, and Lauren Haregi. See, I know Normani and Lauren Haregi, right? I know their names. I know they do solo work, but they're still part of the group. Why did you leave Camila so you could slum it up with Sean Mendez? Huh? <laughs> Alright, let's move on. What else did you... Did I talk about Freaky uh, last uh, podcast? I know I, I said that I was going to watch it. Well, I finally watched it. I talked about it in the Hala Hala Show if you want to hear my thoughts on it. It's on Mix 99. But it's super fucking violent. Like, super violent. But it's so, so entertaining. Uh, you have to... If you're cringe... If you cringe like me when you see a lot of uh, blood you're going to turn away a lot of times. But for the rest of the movie, it is it is wildly entertaining. Once again, the story is Vince Vaughn is a serial killer. There's this girl. I forgot who, who she is or her name, her real name in real life. She's in Little Big Lies. She's really good. Uh, they swap bodies. 
So now the girl is a serial killer, and Vince Vaughn is a guy in a is a teenage girl in a grown man's body. A la Hot Chick. You ever watch the Hot Chick with with Rob Schneider? But this time with serial killer. It's really good. You should watch it. I saw some stuff online about movies. Sister Act Three. Sister, have you ever watched this? You know, every time I talk about old movies, it's because I tell you to watch it, right? Like I told you to watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, you should watch Sister Act and Sister Act 2. Now, Sister Act, the first one, actually gets better reviews than Sister Act 2. But for me, growing up, Sister Act 2 was like way more entertaining. I guess because there are kids, like high school kids. Well, they look old as fuck. But high school kids that she teaches, see, see, see Whoopi Goldberg or Dolores or Sister Mariana. Sister, I forgot what her name is, what her... Her okay, it's called Sister Act. In case, in case you're one of the few people that have never watched Sister Act, Sister Act, it's about this uh, lounge singer, and she has to go into protection, witness protection. This is the first movie, witness protection, and she has to act like a nun, a sister. So that's why it's Sister Act. Sister Act Two, it's it's played by same Whoopi Goldberg, and she this time she goes into teaching, and she has to pretend to be a nurse, uh, a nun again. Because she's teaching in the, like a Catholic school. So they have confirmed Sister Act 3. Sister Act 2 is so good. Lauren Hill is in it, by the way. And they their performance at the end is so, I would say, iconic. They, they sing, Joyful, joyful, Lord, we adore thee. And so Whoopi Goldberg, the star in Sister Act 3. Whoopi Goldberg first brought Dolores Wilson to life in the original Sister Act in 1992. She then reprised. You know, I keep thinking it's reprised, and I feel like you can say it that way, but my boss keeps saying reprise, so I'm just going to go with it. The actor and talk show will now reprise her role for Sister Act 3. Goldberg will produce the movie alongside Tyler Perry, but no word on when filming will begin. What is the story going to be about? Why would she need to act as a as a nun now? As a, yeah, as a sister? I wonder why. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited, man. Whoopi Goldberg, the star, produced by Tyler Perry. So I think it's going to be good. I mean, I, I love I love Whoopi Goldberg, by the way. I mean, I don't really watch The View, but I've, I've watched a lot of... Surprisingly, I watch a lot of Whoopi Goldberg movies. You ever watch Eddie? Where she... she did she own the Knicks? She, she did something with the Knicks. Let me go look up at her filmography. The, the Color Purple, she was really fantastic at that, even though it's a heavy movie. And, of course, you have to watch Ghost. In case you haven't seen Ghost, that's probably her best movie. Okay, maybe not. Maybe it's The Color Purple. I think. Wait, no. She won Academy Award. She won the best supporting for Ghost. It's got to be Ghost. Yeah, it's going to be Ghost. Let's see. Where's her filmography? Whoopi Goldberg. Sister Act is so funny. Sister Act 2. I really find Sister Act 2 so, 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 so funny. Wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Filmography. As I sip my, as I sip my instant coffee, I think I put too much, guys. Mm, color purple, Jumpin' Jack Flash. I watched that. Uh, Beverly Hills Bratz, what's that? Homer and Eddie. Ghost. Oh, she's so good in Ghost. Mm, Sister Act. Sister Act Two, Back in the Habit. Oh yeah, she played the hyena's voice in the OG Lion King. See Shenzi, Eddie. There we go, Eddie. Mm. I don't remember what else she's in, but I've I've seen. Oh, how Stella got her groove back. 
She was good in that as well. Okay, moving on. Whoopi Goldberg, go watch Sister Act 1 and 2, Sister Act 3, in the mix, coming up. Okay, what else do I have to talk about? Mm, that's all I have written down, man. I, yeah, yeah, how many minutes is this for you? 15 minutes, oh my god, what am I gonna talk about? Should I end it now? No, I, I should have stuff to talk about. Oh, no, I, I, I shared that on the, uh, podcast i won a tv at the christmas party which i actually sold i should have sold it to one of you guys i sold it for 50 percent off to my to my co-worker but i'm sure one of you guys would have wanted it more than them he's actually he's buying all the tvs from people who don't want it and he's putting it all around his house because he's 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 awesome like that <laughs> the nba let's talk about the nba the nba preseason is now happening so the season is continuing I joined an NBA fantasy league. Uh, I, I don't know if I shared that with you, but I finally I paid the league fees, which is thirty bucks. And at the end of the season, uh, we get to win a prize. Now I'm a little bit confused with with fantasy basketball because I've never really played it. So fantasy basketball, that's when uh, you know you you kind of assemble a team. Of who you think is the hottest players, who are the hottest players, and then you have an orgy. That's why it's called fantasy basketball. No, uh, fantasy basketball is when you pick your team on it based on a draft. You have a draft order, and then you pick based on how you think they're going to perform statistically. So in fantasy basketball, there's different types of scoring, but for this one, it's they're counting points, rebounds. I said basically all stati- major statistical categories. They count that, and then each, each you know each bracket is converted into points, and then you go head to head each week. Each week you play another player in the league, and whoever stats add up to the cumulative most number of points wins that week. And at the end of the season, whoever has the most wins, wins the thing. I mean, it makes sense on paper. It's just it's so hard to predict how players will perform. Unlike fantasy football where there's only 12 games in the season, there's 82 games in, in a – well, I don't know if it's a shortened season. Maybe it's 72 this year. It's going to be so difficult, and there's always a lot of injuries. So we'll have to wait and see. But I have fantasy basketball. But – the preseason started, and there's some pretty cool highlights so far. LaMelo Ball, who was a rookie this year, I thought he would be ass, but he seems to be performing pretty well. He just did not look like a basketball, he did not look like a pro basketball player. He just looked like a skinny kid who's tall, but he looks like he fits in on the court, man. It's crazy. He had some pretty sick passes in one of the preseason games. It was really, really dope. So hopefully he does well. The Lakers are looking good. Mark Gasol, even though he's a little, he's older, he can't really score anymore. That man can still pass, and his defensive IQ, even though he can't move as fast, still pretty good. So I think the Lakers are gonna, given you know, if there are no injuries, I think the Lakers are gonna repeat. Who can stop them? Who? The Brooklyn Nets with flat earther Kyrie Irving, and and. And Twitter burner account Kevin Durant? I don't think so. I don't believe so. I feel like the Lakers are going to repeat. What are your thoughts on it? 
I know you guys don't like talking about basketball, but why don't you talk to me about it? Shout out to some people on Instagram while, while I'm thinking of something to talk about. Let's go shout out some people on the Instagram who have messaged me. Shout out to Arby who always listens. I appreciate it, Arby. Thank you so much. Somebody messaged me on my personal. I said, don't message my personal Instagram. Asking me for the name of uh, Broad Fits Podcast. I don't know why. I didn't. Did I not emphasize it? I'm sorry. It's the 80%. Okay. If you want to. Broad Fits is not the name of the podcast. <laughs> uh, actually, speaking of Broad Fits, just messaged me on Instagram 10 hours ago. It says, thanks for the shout out on your last episode. For sure. Broad Fits. You're doing the world a service. Oh, I do have stuff to talk about. Oh, thank you, Brad. It's now I remember um, because of you. Kinda. It's it's kind of related to finance. That's why. But to whoever sent it me on my personal Instagram, um, thank you very much for sending me the message. I'm just joking about messaging me on my personal. But I, I, it's hard for me to reply on that. So please message me on the podcast. But it's called the eighty percent, eight zero percent. Okay. Um. Okay, that's what I have to, I have something to talk about. So yesterday, last night actually, I was watching uh, some videos on YouTube of one of my favorite YouTubers. He's a minimalist and a filmmaker named Matt Diavella. And he talked about, he, he had a few videos which I haven't caught up with in a while actually. So I watched a few, which led me to another video by the, uh, another YouTuber. I forgot the name of his channel. But I'll, I'll talk about that after I talk about Matt Diavella. So Matt Diavella, he posted some reason. If you, oh, first of all, who is he? He's a minimalist filmmaker. I already said that, but he makes videos about how he simplifies his life. He makes, he doesn't make videos about filmmaking, but his content is really, cause since he's a filmmaker, his, it's so aesthetically pleasing. It's so minimalist, but so aesthetically pleasing is his, his transition, his music, his, his, uh, his storytelling is, is really nice. He's kind of, He's not boring. He's just, he's very straightforward. He tries to make jokes, but I don't find him that funny, which I find appealing. He's kind of like a, he's like a dry white guy. <laughs> but I like his stuff, right? So uh, the first video I watched was how he sold all his stuff because him and his, his, I think they're married now. I know they were fiance, but I think they're married now. Him and his wife, Natalie, they, they're going to be moving around a lot. So instead of, having all this stuff in their house they decided let's sell almost all our shit so that when we when we move around we don't know where our permanent home is then at least well we won't have that burden of having to pack everything up and move you know crazy all the time so i watched that video which led me to another video but before i talk about that video that video is actually the one i want to talk about uh i also watched another one called why uh from about a month ago where he said he was downgrading his phone from a smartphone to a flip phone, you know, a feature phone. Yung luma, lumana, smartphone, flip phone. Think of Nokia, like a Nokia 8810 or something. He's downgrading to that. And he's going to experiment for a month and then he'll make a video about it. Uh, we, actually, he hasn't fit, made the video. He hasn't put the video out yet, I guess. He, that was about a month ago. He said after a month, he's going to make a video about the changes in his life. And it made me go down this rabbit hole of YouTube reviews looking up Feature phones, not smartphones, but feature phones. So basically, phones that only have a few features. And I was looking at like the latest line of of latest, like quote unquote latest line of of Nokia revivals. So you know how they kind of made 2018, 2019, 2020 versions of the classic Nokia phones. And I was looking, and you know what? There was a part of me that felt like I could do the switch. Could you live without Instagram, JC? Could you? 
you know, I haven't been using. I, 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 a reason why I, I truly believe that I could maybe make the switch, maybe not permanently. I don't think I could go permanently on it, but maybe a week at a time, maybe two weeks. It's because if you've noticed, I haven't been. If you follow me on my personal Instagram, besides sponsored posts, I don't post shit on there, really. And I haven't posted anything on my story. Well, I posted some stories today about Little Mix and also Kumori sent me some, uh, pretty delicious, uh, milk tea cupcake bites or something, whatever you want to call it. It was pretty good. Just check out my Instagram stories if you're listening to this within the next 24 hours. Um, but yeah, I haven't really been posting on Instagram. I looked at it from March when, when ECQ happened all the way till December. I think I've only posted maybe 15 times and a half of those are sponsored. So imagine if I didn't have any sponsored posts. I probably have only posted on average less than once a month. Maybe once every two months. And, and maybe, maybe that's just something that this quarantine has taught me. Do I need to be on Instagram all the time? Do I need to post stories about everything? I don't, I don't think so. So I was looking into that, but the thing I do need on my phone, I feel, is is music i need spotify i think huh? i'm not sure but in all honesty i haven't really listened to music during this whole quarantine either i've just been playing warzone and whenever i need to listen to music i go on youtube or something on my phone like i don't really listen to music because i haven't been going to the gym that's the reason that i only listen to music in the gym and at work or in the car and i haven't been driving so maybe i could do without it but that's the kind of thing that i want on my on my non-smartphone is I would love if Spotify was available but the i the OS on the new on the new Nokia phones it's called Kai OS K A I O S they don't support Spotify yet they they don't want to make an app for it I'm not sure why cuz the the Nokia phones that I was looking at they have uh Google Maps some have WhatsApp I don't use WhatsApp but uh it would be useful for people who use WhatsApp like imagine if all you need is WhatsApp and text you could probably switch to the one of the Nokia, the new the newer quote unquote newer uh, Nokia phones. So I, I went down a little review rabbit hole, and I was thinking, could I do this? And I kind of want to, but I find the hassle of switching my SIM card a pain in the ass. I feel like that would be the biggest pain in the ass. I don't have one of those those two. Actually, I, th- I think I think I do. I do have one of those. You know, on iPhone to get your SIM card, you have to use a needle like thing. The SIM card ejector thing. I know I have one somewhere in my house. I just don't know where it is. So I just feel like that's just a, such a pain. Because <laughs> like, I don't think I could go permanently. But I, I think I could go week to week with just a normal phone. So the, if you watch the video. And I, I think you already understand. Or you could guess why he did it. Because your smartphone. It keeps your attention. How many hours a day are you on your smartphone? Do the math. Go on. Okay, if you want to see how how many hours you're on Instagram, go on Instagram, go to the settings, and go to your activity. Hi, your activity, ba. Wait, wait. Damn it. Yes, and then go to time. Now, surprisingly, my daily average on Instagram during quarantine has only been 41 minutes. Pre-quarantine, I remember looking at this shit, and it was like three hours. Isn't that crazy? 41 minutes average on Instagram. But pre-quarantine, there, I, you can even set a daily reminder on your... And you will be so surprised. I think I talked about this on the podcast before. If you go to your activity, go to time, you'll see your daily average. But then you can set your daily reminder 
to show you, to tell you, hey, you've been on Instagram for a blank amount of time. Here's your reminder. And I remember setting it at one hour and getting that notification so early in the day that I was like, holy shit, I've been on Instagram for an hour. So I'm kind of, wow, I'm surprised. You know, I haven't checked this in a while. I was doing this on the spot during this podcast. Wow, medyo ano ah. I'm surprised. Kasi kala ko, ano, it would be a lot more. Konti lang pala, 40. I mean, 41, that's still a lot of time. That's 41 minutes of your day. What can you do in 41 minutes uh, of your day? A lot. You can get a workout in. You can watch <laughs> an episode of something. Uh, 41 minutes. I'm really surprised. I'm really proud of myself. Now, time to get off Instagram. Maybe TikTok. I feel like I spent a lot of TikTok at work. <laughs> okay. So the other video, JC, what's the other video that you were referring to? So in the video where Matt Devella sold all his stuff, I was recommended another video. I subscribed to his channel because I like the way he made content. It's called like the easy life. I'll look it up for you next time and uh, I'll, I'll find it and I'll let you know on the podcast if I remember. But the video title is, if you want to search it, it's something like... I packed all my belongings and got rid of 90% of my stuff. That's It's somewhere in the title is 90% of my stuff. So he was inspired by The Minimalist. If you've read the book by The Minimalist, which I have, they're kind of boring, to be honest, The Minimalist guys. like they're, I guess that's the whole point, right? Because they're minimalist. They, 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 they pack away their uh, personalities now. Um... But there's this thing in the minimalist uh, guide and books and the blogs. And the guy on the YouTube channel, he decided to do one of their their methods. It's called a packing party. So a packing party is where you take boxes and you pack all your shit, everything, everything that you own in these boxes. And then every time you need something, you take it out of the box. So whether it be your underwear or let's say your laptop. So you pack everything, and then after a set amount of time, let's say 30 days or a month or three months, I think three months is a good at rule. After three months, everything that you haven't ever taken out of the box in that time period, you get rid of. You donate, you you throw away, you recycle, whatever. Just, just get it out of your home. So he did that, and, you know, and I wanted to kind of do that in in my in my in my life as well, because there's a lot of shit in my home which I haven't touched for more than three months. I just don't know what it is. I, and then every time I think about it, I always have that little voice in my ears like, oh, you might use that again. You might you might need that again. But think about it. If you haven't used it in three months, how? what are the chances that you're going to use it again? I mean, you could. You could you could be, you know, down the line, eight months down the line, you might say, hey, that vibrator in your, in your cabinet, oh, I haven't used that in a while. Time to take out old Betsy, the old rabbit. No, but for the most part, everything that you use in three months, if you use it, you'll probably be out of the box. And if you don't use it, you probably don't need it. So I was thinking about that. So he made a video about it and he showed that there's really a lot of stuff that he didn't need. And he showed the str- – and I like what I liked about his portrayal of it was that it's not it's not easy. That he was constantly having difficulty finding shit in the boxes. That he was trying to make do with a certain amount of clothes and then he figured, oh, fuck, I can't – I need more shirts like as much as I want to live as minimal as possible, you know, I need more clothes. So it's it's a really it was a really great video. It's about 15 16 minutes long, so it's good for your morning shit if you want to if you want to watch something while taking a poops. One of the best feelings in the world, by the way, is watching a video while smoking a cigarette 
while taking a poops. Don't smoke cigarettes. It's bad for you. I'm just saying it's one of the best feelings. But then you might get lung cancer, so don't do it. Okay. Um, yeah, that's called a packing party. If you want to look into it, I highly suggest just reading up on minimalism. I've, I've shared on this podcast and on my Instagram and on my Twitter way back that I was shifting to minimalism. And to some extent, I feel like I am still minimalist in mindset. In, in theory, I am. In practice, I'm still working on it. It's difficult, man. Like if you look at my room and you've seen it on Rika's Instagram, it's not it's not neat. But I know where everything else is for the most part. But it's not tidy. It's not what you would imagine uh, Maria Kondo's house would look like. Maria Kondo probably like every time she cleans up gets an orgasm, right? I feel like it. She just she's so neat, dude. She must get a high off of that stuff. <laughs> Imagine. Let me fold this. Oh, yeah. Let me fold. Oh, one more time. Um, I wish I was like that. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't get a high out of cleaning. Okay, but I do admit, whenever I do, the rare occasions that I clean, I do feel better about my life. Like, I feel like I can breathe easier. So may, maybe I should clean more. It's just, it's, it's fucking, it's just an, it's just a chore, man. <laughs> That's why they call it chores, right? Yeah, it's not a reward, it's a chore. It's it's a it's it's a it's a labor. That's why people pay maids to clean up. Sometimes sometimes they don't. <laughs> they take advantage and I'm just that's why that's why people pay because don't people don't want to do it, dude. Right? That's why it people pay other people to do stuff they don't want to do. So if, if for people who are you know maids and stuff, they they really are like they're the heroes, dude. They're the heroes that sometimes get paid less than what I think is fair. I feel like that's unfair, especially here. There are a lot of underpaid domestic workers. Is that what the term domestic workers? But they're doing all the shit that we hate to do. You should pay a premium for that, man. You should pay a premium for that. You know what I would love for people? I, I want to pay somebody, even though I think it's illegal. <laughs> I want I want to pay somebody to A, renew my passport for me. I want to pay somebody to renew my car registration. I want to pay someone to kind of do my car maintenance. I feel like it's just, that's all the shit that I don't want. It's just something that is just such a pain in the ass. I feel like I just renewed my passport, but it's been 10 fucking years why can't they just make passports permanent, dude? Why can't they just make it so that you can change your photo <laughs> by yourself? I know, I know. You could be part of ISIS, right? Or you could, you could be a, you could be TNT, Tago ng Tago. Is that the term? Ah, man, what a, oh, I've, I've reached my 30 minute mark on the podcast. That, that's it, man. I'm going to end it. I feel like I've talked about it. So watch those videos on YouTube, Matt Diavella. It's M-A-T-T-D apostrophe A-V-E-L-L-A or you can just search Minimalist Matt you'll probably find him the video that I was talking about just search 90% of stuff Minimalist you'll probably find it as well it's something like the simple life or or the uh, the 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 easy life something like that something life you'll find it as well uh, good video so should I do a packing party what do you guys think have, is, have I opened up your eyes to maybe even considering that. I don't have boxes. That's, that's one problem. But I have so much shit that I could probably get rid of. That I Actually, I'm going to do that right now. 
I'm going to... No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to lie down and play Call of Duty after this. <laughs> but maybe I should over the weekend. But yeah, uh, message me on Instagram, guys. The Tivez of the Best is the podcast Instagram. You can follow me on my personal. But once again, please message me on the podcast Instagram because I will reply to you on there. Shout out to Francis the day who followed me on my uh, podcast Instagram. Shout out, brother. And to people who listen to Hala Hala or who came from Hala Hala, Mix 99 is out. We have a Lecheka mix coming out tomorrow. It's going to be interesting. We talked about... Honestly, I forgot, but it is interesting. All right. <laughs> Take it easy. Uh, see you all on Friday and happy almost Christmas to everyone. In case you don't listen to my mixes during Christmas, I know a lot of you are busy, but so I'm just going to take that time to say advance Merry Christmas, advance Happy New Year, you filthy animals. You watch Home Alone as well. Watch Sister Act 1 and 2, and I'll catch you all. Say it with me later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 